All right, folks, episode 36, Waking Indie Podcast. Thanks for being here and thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys taking the time and yeah, supporting us here. And so this week, we're continuing our focus on chiropractics. And I think this episode's a wonderful complement to some of the previous episodes we've had with like Dr. Molly and Dr. Lauren and offers a look into Greenwood Family Chiropractics. And we have Dr. Leanne on the show today. And I think with some of the other guests that we have lined up in some of the past episodes, we're hoping to offer just a comprehensive overlook on kind of the different chiropractic care that is offered here in Indiana. And not that one's better than the other, but just that they offer different strategies um, and different resources. And when I think about Leanne and Greenwood Family, Greenwood Family Chiropractic and Max Living and their approach, you know, it's just great because they offer like a comprehensive community approach that there's lots of ways to connect, whether it's, you know, getting recipes to change your diet or community events or regular visits with your chiropractor. You know, these are the things that they offer. And so it's nice because it's kind of a comprehensive strategy. And, you know, they're really great, too, on using diagnostic tools to kind of assess your progress and giving you things to do at home as well. So I'm excited to share all the amazing things that Dr. Lan is doing down on the south side of Indy. But first, before we jump in, as always, just a reminder, you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know, do us a favor, jump over, like, share, subscribe, um, follow us on social media. That way we can kind of share with the community. And that's what this is all about, sharing resources and ways to connect with others. Second, if you have questions or like to connect with us here at the Awaken Indie Podcast, you can email us. It's podcast at georgetownmarket.com. Again, it's podcast at georgetownmarket.com. And if you haven't heard yet or listened to the episodes on lab work interpretation, Georgetown Market is now offering functional medicine lab work to customers. And so if you're interested in having, you know, blood, urine, saliva, or different tests run to kind of figure out what's going on with you, you can stop by the store and learn a little bit more. Dr. Lauren and I are happy to help people navigate that realm. It can be tricky figuring out what labs to order. And then if folks are interested in having the results interpreted, we're also offering that too at the store. So if you're interested in those services, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to help. And lab work is something that we're going to be covering a little bit more in depth here and something that we're going to talk about today and in some future episodes. So I hope folks enjoy Dr. Leanne's message, and we'll see you guys in this episode. Leanne, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me out and to your place. It's great to be down here. It worked out because I was down here farming and then just hop, skip it and jump over. It's the best. I know. Southside. Um, so we've kind of been focusing on chiropractic this month. We've had a couple guests on and I, you know, when Karen recommended that I have you on the show, I was like, I can't think of a better person to come on the show and talk about it. Um, so thanks for coming out today. And, you know, for those that maybe aren't familiar with your practice down here in Greenwood um, in the Bargersville area, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you're doing down here. Yeah. So we, and thank you for having me, by yeah. the way. Um, so it's been really cool to kind of see this. When I first moved here, it was in, I opened up the practice in 2012 and 
everyone said, why Greenwood? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why didn't you open up on the north side? All the health is on the north side. And more honestly, I don't really know because I had never visited Greenwood. People always ask, like, why Greenwood? Mm-hmm. And I tell them, God. Like, I I had never visited Greenwood. I'm like, okay, where do you need me? I said, I will do the work if you open up the doors. Yeah. And so the first time I ever came to Greenwood was the day that I moved. Um, I... The first day I came to Greenwood was the day I looked at office spaces. Second day was the day um, that I moved here with what fit in my car and my cat. Wow. My 2002 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> and I said, let's go. Nice. <laughs> and so that is literally how I knew zero people. I knew nothing about this area. And so to see over the last, you know, close to a decade and a half, how, um, you know, we've got all of these like wellness centers and these options and opportunities for health that were not here mm-hmm. 12, 15 years ago yeah. has been really, really great in terms of just like planting seeds. So Greenwood Family Chiropractic, my goal and my vision was, and my mission was more, people have this um, assumption that chiropractic is for headaches, neck pain, and back pain. And yeah. it really does. Chiropractic does help for headaches, neck pain, and back pain. Though that being said, what I had realized is like, in this community, we need more. People want to get down to the root cause of the problem. And so when we talked more about specifically getting to the root cause with like what we consider the five essentials, right? Mm-hmm. So nervous system, obviously we're chiropractors. Max mind, um, right? The mind is a super powerful thing. I lock the doors. I set a fire here. Um, what happens to your heart rate and your blood pressure? Right? Way <laughs> like, up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but nutrition and detoxification and oxygen and lean muscle. And so when we look at these aspects, it's like there was such a need and people didn't necessarily want to drive or, you know, go the hour and a half to the North side. And it was like, where is the opportunity here to help educate people about what their body is capable of, how the body heals, how the body functions. And so that's kind of where it all started is we're like, hey, here's this vision on how we change the way that healthcare is viewed and managed in the greater Indianapolis area. And we're going to start with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. I love it. So I love it too when people tell me that they're on the south side. Like if I have a client and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm downtown or I'm in Greenwood. I'm like, oh man, there's just so many people down there that are, mm-hmm. you're down here, you know, David and Emily with growing at Heirloom Acres. Karen's down here. We have Country Nutrition. There's just so many like cool things oh, in yeah. this area. So I love the south side for just like a holistic scene in general. There's so many like wellness centers that I've opened up in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months even. Like mm-hmm. we have colon hydrotherapy and HBA and red light therapy and halogenation therapy now and like all the things that were not around mm-hmm. a decade ago, which is cool enough for me as a practitioner because we can co-care with so many of these people yes. that we didn't have mm-hmm. that time ago. So it's, it is really cool. It is. Yeah. It feels like it's a, a great field to be in because there's so many people like, I think are coming out of the woodworks because health is becoming such an interest for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to kind of go into a lot of the different things you kind of just mentioned <laughs> and ask how you bring that into your practice. But before we jump in, just maybe like a little bit of background, like how you got into holistic health and your background in chiropractic care as well. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of chiropractors that have really good stories about how they got into chiropractic. Uh, I <laughs> am not one of them. So <laughs> I did uh, pre-medicine and undergraduate um, 
pre-medicine and biology undergrad degree at Augustana, which is in the Quad Cities. So two in Iowa, two in Illinois. So Rock Island is where Augustana was, but I waitressed over in Davenport, Iowa. And so I would always drive past up this hill, Brady Street, right? This Brady Street hill. And I'd go up there. And um, when I went to go graduate, I had realized that I didn't necessarily want to go down the path of MD, which is what I had originally thought, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go. And so I remember driving past thinking like that chiropractor, it sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. And I figured like, Hey, if I didn't want to be a chiropractor, like I'd start and kind of feel it out. Right. Like this novice brain was like, what were you, student loans like this is not something you like try out for but uh-huh. anyways here we are um but i was like hey if i don't get my degree like i always see like some really handsome guys <laughs> there so i'm some like yeah right like if i don't get my dc degree i can get my mrs degree there you go. um again not necessarily the greatest but then i you know so i started and i remember telling my mom like hey i'm gonna be a chiropractor and she was mm-hmm. like i never knew you wanted to be a chiropractor i'm like i still don't know if i want to but i have a really great undergraduate degree. Mm-hmm. So I was just a shoe in right away and I got started and I was a year in and I was like, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. And it was more when I found, um, with like max living and where this, like I never wanted to be, a like a glorified Advil, right? Mm-hmm. Like if someone's just coming for the neck pain and back pain, majority of the time they can do it faster and cheaper with a Tylenol. Mm-hmm. And so I realized I really wanted to be more of this like holistic thought process causation based doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's what chiropractic allowed me to do. And so it was really interesting. Then more retrospectively at the end of, um, so I was like just a sick kid growing up. Mm-hmm antibiotics multiple times a year, strep throat, bronchitis. I had sinus infections, ear infections. I had asthma. So I was on albuterol inhaler, inhalable steroid, seasonal allergies, right? Like mm-hmm. Zyrtec, the eye drops, nasal spray. And I had come to the end of four years of chiropractic school, getting adjusted, making lifestyle-related changes. And I had looked back and I hadn't taken a puff of my albuterol inhaler not one antibiotic and all of my over the counter allergy medication had expired. Wow. And at that point I was like, maybe this chiropractic <laughs> thing is onto something. Maybe some benefits. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, Oh my gosh. And it wasn't one like in the moment that I could be like, I'm not getting sick. It was one where it was like, Oh, like I usually would have had several sinus infections. Strep throat was every February, March, like clockwork. I could do it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I guess I have a chiropractic story now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's great too because I, I tell people like when they come in for a consult, like you might feel some things like initially, but if you do this for a while, you might notice some things like that, like your medications, like your 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 cabinet of like drugs and prescriptions just disappears over time. Mm-hmm. So that's great um, having that kind of feedback directly. And with that, would you say that, you know, it's because chiropractic goes beyond the popping and cracking, like you were saying, and it maybe works more on our, like our nervous system and I think maybe even our immune system, it sounds like, right? Yeah. I mean, they've done research. Um, they've looked at blood work, like actual lab work before the adjustment. Um, they got the patient adjustment and then they did lab work 15, 30, and 45 minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they also did do a, uh, like a, they call them a sham adjustment too. So like a fake adjustment. Okay. And um, what they noticed is that white blood cells increased quite a bit following adjustments. And some people are like, I don't feel good. And we're like, you should come in and get adjusted. Or you have a pediatric patient who has like a low grade fever and mom says, hey, 
when they got home, the fever was gone. Yeah. And you're like, as we start to boost immune system over that course of time, there's so much. I have um, a paper, a scholarly paper, mm-hmm. and the paper is asymptomatic benefits of chiropractic. So like if you come in with zero symptoms and you're mm-hmm. like, should I be adjusted? And your chiropractor is like, yes, 100% you should. And you're like, why? You're like, albeit uh, vital lung capacity for like when people say I breathe better. Hmm. They looked at dysrhythmic heart function, right? They looked at immune system. They looked at circulation. All of these aspects of just adjustments. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but what does that feel like? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> well, I think it's cool because like we were talking about before, it's just, it seems like unfortunately chiropractors have just been kind of pigeonholed in this pain area, just pain management. But yeah, like, like you said, the immune system, I mean, it connects to the nervous system. And I think at the end of the day, like we can get like really like voodoo and like out there and stuff like that more ethereal. And I mean, it's a nervous system and it's, you know, also work on the vibration of the body in a lot of different ways. And I'd love to break that down with you today. Some of the things that you see besides just structural um, changes going on in clients, maybe could you share maybe a little bit about like some things that you've noticed over your, with your clients over the years that have changed? Oh my gosh. I mean, our, like, it's, it's so great to see the testimonies and that's one of, so I have a radio show, Uh um, it's on freedom 95 and I'll have people call in all the time with testimonies. Like I can talk about how someone with Meniere's disease, right? So if you don't know anything about Meniere's, uh, it deals a lot with like vertigo spinning, Mm. they hear things that they get very nauseous, they throw up. Um, had done all of the things, all the medications, all the tilt table tests, everything started getting adjusted. And it wasn't necessarily a full resolve, but when Mm -hmm. he had episodes, there was less episodes. The duration and intensity of those episodes were not near what they were before. And he's like, I literally feel like I have my life back. We have have two, not one, but two drug-free warrior bins in our office. We never put people on medication. Mm-hmm. We never take people off medication, right? Yeah. But when all of a sudden someone someone just the other day said, hey, I feel awful when I get in my car. Like every time I like can go to stand up and I'm like, what's your blood pressure? And they're like 90 over 60. Like how many blood pressure medications are you on? Yeah. She said, well, I'm still on two. I said, go talk to your doctor. She's like, yep, they caught me off one and my other one I'm on half. And you're like, great, drug-free warrior drop, right? Like yeah. gabapentin, neurotin. We had someone who came in um, just the other day, pediatric patient, um, 10 antibiotics for ear infections in the last eight months. Jeez. The mom's like, I I don't really know what the other answer is, and I'm not coming here because I like firmly believe in chiropractic, but I know the system that I'm in mm-hmm. is not working, yeah. and they keep getting stronger and more and more often, And but the, the ear infections keep happening. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been a patient now for over a year and has not had an ear infection since she got adjusted. Wow. Right? Like I have kids now, six, four and two year old. Uh, my six, four and two year old have never been on an antibiotic. And it's not because my kids don't get sick. Lord knows my kids <laughs> still get sick, but like the way that we manage it yeah. is different. And so when you see kind of these people who come in and they're like, Hey, I'm 70 years old. I just hike two miles. I'm on zero medication. And you're like, why is that the oddity of what we're doing? Like, mm-hmm. why is that not the norm? And so just when you see people start to restore their health, it's just a really great aspect to be like, why is this? Like, don't see a chiropractor once. You got to see him for the rest of your life. But if it's like, if it allows you to restore your health and you're able to live your life the way 
that you were intended, like why would that not be the rest of your life? Yeah. You know? That's great. There's a lot of different areas that you can go there and, you know, not to bash the allopathic approach, but it just gives people more options Mm -hmm. rather than just, you know, the quick evaluation. Here's a steroid or antibiotic. You know, it's a little bit more, I think, comprehensive and hopefully, yeah, getting at the root cause of things like you're mentioning, like if it's a central nervous system disruption, you're going to that. Um, So that's wonderful. Well, and and I can, I can say that we all in the like natural realm and of thinking, right? Like there's a time and a place for medicine. If someone walked into my office, right. Or you saw a patient and their blood pressure was 200 over 160. You'd say, this is, right. Like this is the time, right? Like we're so grateful, but Mm -hmm. there's a reason why your blood pressure is that high and it's probably not going to be an overnight fix. So we're grateful. There's a time and a place for medicine. Yeah. And so, but they still have high blood pressure on the blood pressure bill. <laughs> Definitely. I've had to use an antibiotic. It's gotten me out of a really bad situation before. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just knowing that, you know, it's not going to be your everyday thing, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And maybe something like chiropractic can be more of your regular routine to keep yourself healthy. Yep. I had a patient who uh, scratched their leg on like a rock when they were surfing or something. Mm. Big old red streak up. And I was like, hi, you need to go to the emergency room. They're like, but what about gut health? I'm like, <laughs> gut health doesn't matter if you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got to take care of yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so kind of in the realm of chiropractic, though, there's there's so many different ways to approach it. You know, some people do hard adjustments, soft adjustments. People use a lot of different tools. But there's also just a lot of different philosophies, I think, too. Um, how is Maxmind Living different and how you kind of approach chiropractic care? Yeah. So um, we look at, so uh, someone once told me chiropractors are kind of like thumbprints. They're all a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm like, that is very true. And there's blessings and curses in both of those too, you know? Um, so more of what we specialize at our office is we do structural correction. And so, uh, for example... Like I, we were just referred by a pediatrician, a pediatric patient has a 53 degree scoliosis. So 40 degrees is typically what would be deemed surgical. Okay. Um, but we co-care with other more intensive offices too. So she's not just in our office, she's in another office as well. But this is one where, uh, let's give, for example, the curve in your neck. Like you're supposed to have a normal curve in your neck. Okay. Um, what I see so often now with like, texting and computers and you know driving we have this text neck right or also known as like military neck so it's a mm-hmm. flattening of that curve hmm. and so what happens is it takes those bones it shoves them back into the spinal cord it compresses those nerves wow. now our goal is when we're looking more at structural correction is our goal is to work at it's mirror image adjusting so we we do manual adjustments with our hands but they're not rotary adjustments um, we use the arthro stem, which allows us to move one bone in one specific direction, but the mirror image adjusting paired with pre and post neuromuscular reeducation will actually look at spinal morphology change. Like we can actually work on correcting the structure of the spine. So oftentimes people say like, I have a short leg and anatomically they could, but it, mm-hmm. unless they've had a joint replacement or a femoral fracture, what happens is the pelvis rotates. So anatomically, the length is still the same, but because you're, you know, rotating a hip, it looks like that leg is longer or shorter. Interesting. Right. It always kind of, it's always those ones where I'm like, gosh, we could, chiropractors, we could be so much better in our verbiage when someone says your leg is short, right? And then they get you adjusted and they said, you're even now. And you're like, did you just grow my leg? (laughs) Like did Anita, did it grow my leg? And you're like, no, 
what you meant was your pelvis was rotated. Your leg appears shorter or longer. But what we actually look at is if it's rotated, we will actually look at that discrepancy change. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's actually looking at forward head posture, right? We'll see that reverse. And part of that works with like spinal stenosis, degenerative disc disease, osteoarthritis. So like that's the stuff in our alley that's a little bit more, because there's different techniques that are more gentle in those things. And ours is not, people actually really, really prefer, especially in the cervical spine, not having the the rotary adjustments, Mm -hmm. but it's still a manual traction. But we look at like, is there ligamentous damage? Mm -hmm. So many times neurologically, you'll see there's like ligament, like I have it either from a car accident or I played soccer. Yeah. So someone along the line said, let's kick a ball as hard as we can at your head for hours at a time and we'll call it header practice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where it came from, but I have, I have instability through here. Right. And so, so many times when you see, um, migraines, um, Bell's palsy, right? Like cranial nerve discrepancies, like it, it's because there's a, uh, instability through here. Interesting. Right. And so that's something that we can see through x-rays, right? Can you see ligaments on x-rays? No, but we can see an interspace that allows us to see if there is laxity to that ligament. Hmm. Um, if the curve is reversed, right? Like it causes demyelination, avascular necrosis. So we don't want to leave that curve reversed, right? We want to start working on actually restoring it. But we've got to work with the muscles too because they fight in the beginning. Yeah. So part of like more of uh, it's CBP and Pedibon are like the technique names. But when we focus more on that with that neuromuscular education, like our ultimate goal is to work on correcting the root cause. So if that root cause is a structural discrepancy, like do you ever think about with scoliosis? Like they would literally be willing to put rods in your spine. They crank it Mm -hmm. and they say that is less dangerous to go through that massive surgery than leaving the scoliosis there. Right. And you're like, why? And they're Mm -hmm. like, because research knows 7% of the nerves in your body feel pain, 93 are function. And so those nerves are compressed because it's a functional aspect. It's such on organ systems. Hmm. There was a, it wasn't even like a chiropractic journal. It was Journal of Orthopedics published in 1981. Wow. They found that. I know, right? Um, Going back. Mm-hmm, right. So this is something, and this is when you're like, that's old research. And you're like, they've known that for decades. <laughs> but if you have a scoliosis that's uh, more 15 degrees or more, it takes anywhere from 14 to 21 years off of your life. Wow. And it's not because of pain, right? Because yeah. it compromises nerves that go out to organs. Mm. And so that patient that had a 53 degree scoliosis guess how much pain she had none huh yeah wow. oh it blew my mind too because you're like really nothing are you sure are you sure <laughs> yeah. are you sure these are your x-rays like are you sure you're not feeling pain it's wild it's interesting well now i'm curious to even talk to you about because i had scoliosis growing up as a kid <gasps> when was the last time you had x-rays taken well so i in college i got really big into weightlifting and i did a lot of deadlifts and so i went to see my chiropractor and he did i'm an x-ray and he's like yeah i can't even see it on here Mm. which was interesting i'd be curious to see what it is now yeah um, that was probably like i don't know eight years ago or something like that. i probably had it but yeah i should probably do a follow-up but do you I see know that? i know a girl <laughs> there you go let's <laughs> <I was> come in <laughs> what are you doing next wednesday <laughs> there you go <laughs> might have to stop by after farming i'm telling you <laughs> so do you see that where people if they like work on the musculature it sometimes corrects that alignment um 
it's really not the the muscles often compensate for um, the structural discrepancies, mm-hmm. right? Which is why physical therapy works really great with muscles and ligaments, but you're not going to see um, them say, look at how we've reduced this scoliosis or um, list would be kind of a lesser scoliosis before it gets to a scoliosis. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily see that. The reason why we do it is because that neuromuscular reeducation allows for your body um, to hold those adjustments for longer. It's not the adjustment, it's how long you hold the adjustment. So when people are like, I go in once a month, that might be really great. Mm-hmm. But if someone's not holding their adjustments for a full month, it's not a scam. It's not trying to take all your money. But what you see is that spinal regression that happens because you only go once a month. And if mm-hmm. your adjustment, you know, if you're farming and taking thousands of heads of garlic out, <laughs> right? Like this repetitive movement, or we're at a desk job all day, or we're in the dentistry, or whatever that is, right? Mm-hmm you're probably not going to hold adjustments for a full month. Yeah. And so that time in between that neuromuscular education allows for you to hold your adjustments for longer so that they fight less. Gotcha. Typically the muscles are compensating for an underlying structural, not always, but mm-hmm. majority of the time. So if someone was, let's say brand new and they're going to come into the office. Are you taking x-rays like right off the bat to see where they're at? Depends on what they present with, right? Okay. If someone comes in and says, hey, I have a previous history of scoliosis, or if they say, you know, we've normalized pain a lot in our society, right? Yes. Like, you know, my, I, my normal headache. Oh, yeah, it's just my normal headache. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and you're like, no. Shouldn't have that. Uh-huh, <laughs> right? But they've had it for, you know, uh, if you were in a car accident, right? A guy who fell off like an eight-foot dumpster. <laughs> we took x-rays on him. So I think it just kind of depends on what the patient presents with. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, like if they have sciatic pain, that that radiculopathy is a nerve-related problem. I have paresthesia. I have numbness and tingling. That is a nerve-related problem, mm-hmm. right? So those would be an aspect that if it's – typically if something's muscle or ligament, like do you ever play a sport? I played tennis in high school, college. Right, you pull a muscle ever? Twist an ankle, right? (laughs) Week or two in, you typically start to see most resolve. Mm -hmm. So when people come in and they're like, I've been having this for like the last year and a half now. And you're like, okay, well, is this something that's more nerve related or structure related? Then we would take that. So it kind of just depends on what the initial exam presents with on whether or not we would take it. Gotcha. And so they come in and it's going to vary the treatment strategy. Oh, yeah. Um, when they go forward, do you, do you consider like dietary strategies too with the ML strategy or is it kind of more of just like the structural alignment? Who's, who are we talking to? Right. <laughs> Cause there are some people who like listen to my radio show and they're like, bring it on. I want to do everything. Yeah. And then other people are like, if you take away my diet Coke, I'm not starting. And I'm like, <laughs> fine. Then you get chiropractic and you can drink your diet Coke and we'll talk about it more next week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's ones where it's so much, and I'm sure you see this, like you, you kind of have to meet people where they're at. Sure. Um, it's like one of the most loathed sayings that I have, but I can't like people are always like, Oh my gosh. But then they use it is a good, better, best. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're, we're taking pressure off of the nervous system. We're allowing for more function and healing to happen. Like innate, like innate is that intelligence that you have inside of you. You have a cut on your finger. It heals. How innate. If you take innate away, right. And you take a corpse and you cut the finger, does it heal? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, it doesn't matter what sort of exercise routine or supplements or water or Diet Coke you give it. Like that 
finger would never heal because it doesn't have innate anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what chiropractic is, right? We move interference and all for innate to heal and function. So if you're like, you're going to drink your Diet Coke, but innate can function better, then there's a compromise that has to be had. Yeah. But that being said, we have a lot of educational points throughout the office and you better believe that next week I'm going to talk about Diet Coke. Yep, <laughs> good. I think that's the thing is that when people go in, they can get just adjusted, but then they could also have someone talk to them. Yeah. But like, what's their hydration look like? What's their diet look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things I really appreciate about your guys' approach is that it's not just that one session. That's it. I mean, it's a comprehensive, oh, yeah. right? So you meant, you mentioned at the beginning, a lot of different modalities. What are some other things that they might experience if they come to your office? Like do you guys use like a different tools, like vibration plates or we do. So when you walk in, um, people are either excited because they've seen chiropractic and it might not have, met their expectations on what they wanted to see from like a reduction in symptom standpoint. Mm -hmm. So they either look at the office and they're like, Oh wow, this is different. Or they'll go, wow, that's different. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) there's kind of that. And you're like, but this is why we see a little bit different results often. But so we have standing cervical traction. So it works with something called imbibition. Imbibition is where it actually opens up that disc space and allows for like disc bulges or disc irritation, nerve root irritation Mm -hmm. to kind of come back in helps rehydrate the annulus pulposus. It's just kind of an area of the disc helps it rehydrate. Hmm. Uh, and then beforehand, they, there's also a wobble disc. So you'll see all these people kind of doing these weird movements and motions through there. Um, they'll get adjusted. And afterwards, each patient, when they come in, will have them do a different specific weighting system. So sometimes it's head weights, anterior chest weights, hip weights. And that helps with strengthening the muscles. The vibration plate helps expedite that process. And so there's a lot of different other like strengthening pelvic floor muscles and lymphatic detoxification that happen with the vibration therapy, though we use it more specifically for the neuromuscular reeducation process of it. Gotcha. And so I think nowadays we're seeing the side effects of like the modern human condition, the people that are having more desk jobs, um, you know, we're given a lot of factory farm foods. There's a lot of things that are kind of working against us. And I think, you know, what we do most of the time is probably going to impact a large majority of our health. Like what we eat is mm-hmm. going to impact a lot of things. How we're, oh, yeah. If we're sitting, you know, in a wrong position and we do that for eight hours a day at a job, that's probably going to have a huge impact on us. So what are some things that, you know, maybe people come in and you're like, yeah, let's like talk about how you're sitting or standing. Or like, what are some things that you kind of think off the top of your head that could be tips for people to avoid, I, I kind of just call it the modern human condition mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, the first one, okay, so two okay. that I can think of like quick off the top of my head. Um, number one is phone posture. Mm. Quit it. This, <laughs> right? Chin hits the, you know, this, right? I look, sometimes I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> just not my, my poor no my husband mostly <laughs> there you go but no i mean like if we're in the office and like patients are wobbling getting ready to warm up and i'll like see multiple people i'll have like a psa i'm like hey everybody just wanted to let you know like phone posture should be up here right <laughs> yeah. so like where your eyes are is where your phone's at and that means you have to like hold your arms up mm. and these kids are like it makes my arm tired i'm like then get off your phone you're <laughs> on your phone for too long go work out make some strong arms it's not yeah. so bad then you know, and so that's what I see so much. I always talk about that. So when I first started practice, 2012, right? I had the coolest phone, like the coolest phone. Are you ready for this? Embrace yourself. It was the um, pink 
Motorola Razor. I was going to ask you that was a razor. Like, yeah, it was a razor. It was a razor. It was like still T9 texting, right? Like you still yeah. had to hit number nine four times if you wanted the letter Z. Yeah, like yeah. it was one where you couldn't watch movies, you couldn't build a house, you couldn't check your email, you couldn't watch continuous, like you could, like it was just, it was a phone. Yeah. That took subpar pictures, right? I miss those. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so now we have these people who hours, hours are on their phone and it's like this. And so people always think about big traumas that would cause subluxation to their spine. Subluxation was a bone shifts out of alignment. But we don't think about like the small repetitive micro traumas. Yeah. And that's where I see like, like devil in the details almost is people don't think about you being on your phone, you know, scrolling through social media for an hour because that hour passes so quickly with that stimulation and all those dopamine hits. But then too, it's like, um, it's, it, your spine's like a wire hanger. Yeah. You know, so it stays that way. And then secondary, I see people with that, man, I'll tell you what, I watched so many people regress through COVID and they're like, how come my cervical curve got worse? I'm like, you working from home? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, like a desk now? You've been working it from home for how long? They're like, oh, like a year now. I'm like, you still working at your kitchen table? (laughs) You know, their eyes get real big. I'm like, listen, so it's like this, for example, right? Like Mm -hmm. this is quick. It's not a big deal. But when you have something, and you'll notice like in our office, we have our computer on risers. And why? Because it's more eye level. So we have to like move around a little bit. But my team, my team, I don't want them. Yep, hunched like over. That, uh-huh. And so you've got this like hunched over thing and you're like for 30, 40 hours a week. Yep. And that's been going on for the last 52 weeks. And you're like, why wouldn't your spine get worse? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you have an increase in neck pain? You know, like it makes sense why you have these exacerbations. So just like even computer jobs, we used to, and again, this shows how long I've been in practice. I'm like, put some phone books underneath there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Do they still have those? They don't have those anymore, right? Like put up. So now I'm like, we've got risers or get some boxes, but like lift that up. So when you're doing it, you have where your hard palate, like your eyes are straight ahead. Like that's where your screen's at. You know, so you're this way as opposed to kind of there, the hunched over. My mom was over at my apartment the other day and uh, she went to go sit down in my computer chair and it's like almost to the ground. Yes. And she was like, why is this so low? It's because I want to see my mom, screen. Because I want a great <laughs> cervical curve. That's right. Get enough damage from all the sports growing up. I need to <laughs> get what I can get. Yes. Um, I love those because I mean, so many people are now are using technology and it's yes. becoming more of our you know, part of our lives. I think if we can just bring more awareness to that, it's going to help out quite a bit. Are you a fan of like standing desks nowadays? That I see that's getting more and more popular. Medium. And okay. here's why. Because what I see is that we don't solve a problem, we create a different one. Mm. And so what happens is people do like the hip, hip shift, right? So you kind of get like the the standing on one hip, standing on the other. Yeah. And then what happens is it corrects more of this like, top up posture thoracic and cervical because we're here but we're not standing with like our legs shoulder width apart knees slightly bent yeah what we're doing is we're just on one hip on the other hip and then they come in they're like my low back and hips starting to ache a little bit yeah like well so if it's done properly yes but if we do the like this kind of thing that comes with uh uh-huh then you're like "Mm." so if we're just standing still with straightforward shoulder width apart slight bend in your knees it feels kind of funny but okay. you know like that's 
It's a good, better, best scenario. I mean, imagine people that are like a text on their phone and you ask them to put it up, like getting a workout in like the, just even the waiting room, just getting oh, yeah. their like arms bring up. Oh yeah, your phones up. Like, <laughs> see that? And it is like, but those small recommendations, even if they only listen to me 10% of the time, it's 10% less damage than they would have if they didn't do it at all, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is that we equip patients with home care. So like that cervical traction, the head weights, we actually give to patients to take home. And so then that way when we have athletes who are swimmers or tennis players and they've got like a really rough match and like go do some of your home care Mm -hmm. you've got that pelvic rotation and you just did like a really long bike ride or a run like go get on your wedges yeah you know you had a really long day at the office great like do your cervical traction at home it just hangs right over the door so my goal is to equip people i want them to be successful in the office which means i have to give them the tools to be proactive and successful at home yeah I'm curious, just even for my own interest, if someone goes in, they get adjusted. Sounds like you guys have a lot of tools, a lot of modalities at the office to give them really comprehensive care. And they go in, they come out, and they feel really great, and they go home. How do they make sure that their adjustment stays? Like home care, yeah. Do your home care. So yeah. one, it's like stop causing the problem. Yeah. So like people, again, they like sleep on their sides, and they've got their so part of that home care that we give them are um, sets of cervical and lumbar spinal aids for them to help work on sleeping on um, for like the molding component Mm. of it. And so like when we can get that, that helps. So number one, it's like we bring your phone up, bring your computer up. Like we have to get to the cause because if we keep doing it, that's like telling a diet, Hey, um, I just want to let you know you have a cavity and you're like, Oh no. And they're like, brush your teeth and do all these things and remodelization. But you're like, but by the way, I'm also sleeping with a piece of candy in my mouth (laughs) and you're like, stop causing the problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so part of it is ergonomic education. Mm -hmm. Part of it is adjustment to fix what's causing the problem. And then the home care allows people to be proactive so that they can hold adjustments for longer. Like the goal of the sweet spot, right? Cause people are like, how long should I be adjusted for? Or how often should I be adjusted? And yeah. one, the answer is, um, how long do you want innate to function and flow at its potential? Because that's how long you get adjusted for, yeah. right? So my recommendation always is forever, but it's always going to be you should eat healthy fruits and vegetables and grass-fed, grass-finished meat mm-hmm. then for the rest of your life. You should like be physically active for the rest of your life. You should have a good proper mindset for the rest of your life. Like When we're re- obtaining health, it's not a destination, right? Like it's a journey for the rest of your life. Um, The frequency aspect I think comes from, depends on the person. Mm -hmm. If you are someone who is farming or like I had a tattoo guy and I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Like one of the worst cervical spines ever. You know, because he's down like this oh, and then he's yeah. got the vibration For that's hours. happening hours, wow. right? At a time. Like that's literally his job. And you're like, how do you fix that posture? And you're like, you don't. Right, like you could try to get it up as good as you can, but that is the posture that you ha- you can't tattoo up here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. So then it's like, well, great, continue getting adjusted, and then you've got all of your resources to utilize at home when you have the big like full arm day or the big back tattoo day. You know that you're like full sleeve. That's what I was looking. For. I'm, okay. No big deal. I'm cool. Uh, right, but you have like the full <laughs> sleeve that they do, and you're like, gosh, that was like an eight hour tattoo. You're like, yeah. go home, do your traction, do your head weights, like be proactive, and then like we'll see you for adjustment next week. Yeah, it's funny you said that with like the vibration, that constant state. I was just in Canada. I'm I was visiting an osteopathic school that I'm thinking about it, attending in the fall, and the principal was giving a lecture. It's great to sit in and hear him talk, and he said, you know, I've seen like a third of a million people. 
and he's like, I was not able to cure a couple people. And he's like, one of the people was a construction worker that did a jackhammer. He said he came in and he would literally have to sleep like hunched over his couch, like standing up. And he said, I couldn't fix him. He's just, his nervous system is shot mm-hmm. just so much. And you think about that vibration, just throwing everything off. It's crazy. I read a research article and it talked about nutrition of the disc. And um, it talked about there was a couple aspects that would massively decrease um, the height of the disc due to lack of nutrition. Number one was end plate deformity. That has to do with like if you've lost the curvature or, you know, if you've got a shift, you'll see that end plate deformity on the side. Mm-hmm. So like structural correction is really important. But the other ones were smoking. Okay. Makes sense, right? Decreasing oxygen that go there. Yeah. Diabetes was the other one. And then the third was um, they found with a research article, truckers. Hmm. And it, it was because of all of that increased vibration. Wow. They said that, and they were unsure because most truckers smoke, so it was hard to kind of differentiate that too. But <laughs> sure, yeah, the whole lifestyle with that. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. So, but I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. When it talked about like where, and again, full circle. If I'm a chiropractor and I'm like, hi, we're trying to correct the structure, open up that disc space, but you are a smoker who's a diabetic, which majority of those people are going to be type two, which is lifestyle created. Um, and can be lifestyle reversed. Those are ones where it's like, how dare me as a doctor who knows causation, not talk to them about that stuff. Yep. You know? Yeah. Well, it just becomes, like you said, it's a whole path, it's a whole lifestyle. And when you can kind of just walk that, that's when you're going to see some pretty amazing results, I think. Oh, yeah. So we went through chiropractic care, but I've heard rumblings of IV therapy also being something that's coming up. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes, we can. Okay. It's not so... um, Here's a little, so soft open will likely be middle of July. I think we're doing our grand opening the beginning of August. So we've got a couple um, weeks. Here's how it started. I started diving down into um, more functional medicine testing. Yeah. And I like to do it on myself first because I don't really know what I'm, you know, you don't really know what you're doing when you started. So when I was, you know, eight or nine years ago when I started this process, I really wanted my husband to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did it. I'm like, I don't need to do it. I'm doing so well, right? <laughs> like this mindset, like I don't need to. So I'm like, hey, why don't we do it together? Yeah. And so I remember getting it back and his was like gut related, which makes sense. He's military and, you know, it's, you know, it's MREs and eating some weird things in some weird countries. Like, mm-hmm. but it was, it was just, okay. So, um, and toxicity is what I figured for him with military. And I was pretty right. And then I looked at mine and um, I was so surprised because, you know, husband who's in like active deployments that are um, combat tours for special operations for the Marines. Like it is, it was, it was moderately stressful mm-hmm. to be back home through all of that stuff. You know, and I was opening up a practice and doing all the things, um, you know, in my adrenals probably still more honestly hadn't healed from chiropractic school because the intensity of that is crazy yeah and um so i tested and it was like oh my gosh my adrenals were just shot and i was like well maybe that's why i feel kind of anxious sometimes and then because of that the the oxidative stress that i had was like through the roof. Like mm. I couldn't believe it. If you would have told me before saying that, like those are mine, I would have definitively 100% said no way. Cause mm. I was eating well and I was exercising and I was doing all of these awesome things. And 
So it was really eye-opening. And so I kind of dove down deeper into like, okay, so oxidative stress, like those are ones that lead to abnormal cells, precancerous cells, cancer. So it's not a diagnostic for cancer. Mm. It's a diagnostic for oxidative. Uh, 8-OHDG is one of the biomarkers that literally shows cellular damage to the DNA. And so it is kind of a big deal. And mine was through the roof. And I'm like, okay. And so when I was looking at things like liposomal glutathione, right? Like those are ones where you put it in like in between your cheeks and your buccal fold and it helps get it more directly into the bloodstream, mm-hmm. lessens degradation in the stomach, which happens with first pass metabolism. But then, you know, it's like, well, how does it penetrate the skin? And it typically has to be with a solvent of some sort. And oftentimes it's propylene glycol, right? And so that's one where we know, like we try to stay away from propylene glycol. So we have to acknowledge with a lot of these liposomal delivery systems that what happens is you're giving a small dose of poison for the quote greater good of the vitamin right so i would no ever never would i ever give someone liposomal anything for more than one round right because then then we have a toxicity issue Mm -hmm. so it's really it's kind of helping a problem but also it's it's not necessarily fully creating them and then two we can do the amino acids that help increase glutathione but a need like that needs a little bit more immediate need Mm -hmm. and um so I started looking into IV therapy and, um, I have realized I've become an official South Sider. <laughs> and so I will go other places, but now, especially with like having kids and the, all the things and I got my mom going. And so this is kind of the, so I got my mom going and, uh, she lives in Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. So she's out in Iowa. She sees a corrective chiropractor. She's got scoliosis, severe degeneration in her neck. It's causing an uh, non-essential hand tremor. Like she's got all of these health issues. So I find her a natural practitioner out there and they start doing IV therapies okay. and she does it for a couple of years. She feels a whole lot better. She gets diagnosed with breast cancer in, um, February of 2022. Okay. Stage one, not metastasize. My mom's moderately healthy. Not very much. She said to me, she said, Leanne, I'll never be able to say for certain and there's nothing that I can tell you that would prove this, but she goes, I know the reason why it's not metastasized and further along is because I've been doing the IV therapies. Wow. And so I'm trying to get her to move out here and she's like, why don't you open one? And I'm like, I, yeah, because well, I can't do like, you know, as chiropractors, we like can't penetrate the skin. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I don't know, the state board tells me. Yeah. And she was like, but you could like get someone to help you. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Twisting your arm there. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so what I, you know, there's so many like good things, but here's my desire for it is that, you know, my husband, for example, is like, what do you want for Mother's Day? And I'm like, I want to go to brunch with a mimosa. <laughs> and then I want to go get an IV therapy. Like, yeah. cause I started it and I felt so good. Vitamin C, glutathione. And so what happens is it, it, bypasses first pass metabolism. So you've got to think the average American's gut is a wreck, but that's what we're relying on to absorb all of these vitamins. And then people take these oral vitamins and if they are even good quality vitamins to begin with, which half the people are like, I can get it cheaper at this big box store. Right. And you're like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Right. So they get sub quality vitamins to begin with. But then if they do get real good quality vitamins, you know, the degradation of the stomach acid, and then it's got to be absorbed through their intestines, but 
you know, there are wrecks, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, leaky gut, yeast or candida overgrowth. We've got all this stuff and you're like, how well are you utilizing these vitamins? And so when, when I see people start to fill in these deficiencies, you know, it feels like life has been breathed back into them, Mm -hmm. but here's what I don't want to do. Here's where I'm like, this is my line. I don't want to go. Okay. So when you come in, we still have to like go through initial stuff, but like, I literally was like, hi, I already did my initial like whatever a couple of years back. Like I want to be able to be like, hi, it's Saturday. Do you got any appointments on Sunday? Like my kids don't have any wrestling. We don't have any basketball, right? Like I'm a true mom now, <laughs> right? Like I'm in the thick of it. I'm like, I don't have any sports. I'm like, I literally want to walk in. I want in 90 minutes to get a really great, I, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. Or if I say, I don't really know what I want. Or I did some more follow-up testing like a year and a half ago, about a year ago now, about a year ago. It was nursing or pregnant, I've, we did three kids in four years. So like also like nursing and pregnant, you get to do nothing. There's no fun. There's no detox. There's no, like you do your standard. That's it. Fine. So like afterwards, like I had quite a need for detoxification, huge amounts of like alpha lipoic acid to help with the detoxification process. And so I could walk in and, and be like, hi, here's what I desire. Like, how does that fit into something? Yeah. And they would go through and so, you know, with the detox ones, you might not feel as great afterwards, but it's the detox processing, opening up those pathways. And so then you feel better afterwards. Yeah. And so it was just that aspect where I'm like, I want to streamline the process where they can go in and be like, yo, I, I have 90 minutes. I can go in. It's not one where it's like, okay, we have to schedule the new patient appointment. We can't see you for three months. Yeah. And then when you go in, they're like, we want to run all of these testing. And then once we get that testing, then we can figure out next step. Sometimes you're like, hi, I've had this cough forever. I can't kick it. I know it's viral. I just need a little immune support. And you're like, let's do the C and, and glutathione, right? Like, let's throw some really great stuff at it. And it kicks it faster. Yeah. Or I had like a team member recently, she didn't even get any vitamins. And she's like, I literally been throwing up. I am so dehydrated. I can't function. Can I just get some saline? And we're like, <laughs> you want vitamins? She's like, no, just saline. And we're like, okay, sounds, sounds good. Yeah. But like just that aspect of things, like my mom's like, I will always get vitamin C because I never want to go through that cancer process again, mm-hmm. you know? And so what is it? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. So from, from that regard, it's like all of those nutritional deficiencies that we see from, albeit poor nutrition, inability to absorb, we bypass that and we can streamline the process, but it's good quality. It's methylated, like so for example, you know, like we won't have B9. Why? Because to get a form of folate that's methylated that you're able to do in an IV form is not possible at this point. Hmm. So it's like, so we, don't, we won't do B9. Like you have to do that orally, right? Yeah. And that like, that's okay. So, you know, but just that aspect where um, you can just be like, hi, I can schedule it. You can come in once a month. You can come in once a year. You've got to go through that initial one, which will take a little bit, you know, an extra 30 minutes. But it's one where it's like, you want to come in tomorrow to do that? Great. We've got an appointment at this time. That's great. You know? So it's just like a good streamlined process for people who need that extra help. Yes. Well, it's great because I think some people, yeah, you need like in those intense situations like cancer or Mm -hmm. when you're really immune compromised to have that support. And so you mentioned vitamin C, glutathione, what other ones? NAD, we'll have, you know, we'll have, because people are like, is this a fad? And like, it's not, but I might've had some friends who are getting a little bit older 
and went to carb day. (laughs) (laughs) They've indulged. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so they did some carb day things. And I'm like, listen, next year, like go in and get the the hangover drip. You know what I mean? Like that's fad stuff where you're like, you can help, but like also you're not, you're not like in your prime early Uh 20s anymore. So like they have forgotten. But yeah, I mean, so the, the IV spa will be called Prime IV. Okay. Um, so it's at the corner of, uh, 135 and Smith Valley. So it's right in between, um, Qdoba and the UPS store. And so it's in there, but it's just one where it's like quality. We'll have zero gravity chairs in there, oxygen for people. Like, so it'll just be one. Like our goal is to create a really nice experience with it. Um, we have a separate room for people who are a little bit more squeamish about IVs. So then that way, um, we have like our own like a separate IV start room so mm-hmm. that people can kind of have their time if they need a little bit more. You know, if you pass out, that's cool too. You're not in front of everyone. Just so we have, yeah, you know, we have a little bit more protection for that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, NAD is a really big one in terms of like a cellular health. We'll have B complex, um, you know, alpha lipoic acid, CoQ10. So there's just, there's a lot of options for what that all looks like. Detoxification blends. That's great. And like we said, sometimes you do need that support. If someone like listens to this and like, that sounds great. I really want to maybe take advantage of those IV therapies. Are there any like maybe if they have any pre-existing things going on or any risk factors that they may need to be aware of before yeah. they do it? So I think that's one where when they fill out that initial paperwork, because it all is very much case dependent. Yeah. So all of this, we have um, an RN who's been in clinical practice now for 35 plus years, but there's all MD oversight. Mm. And so if there is someone who is not a candidate or might not be a candidate for a certain one, then that all goes through that medical doctor oversight. So so then that way it's not one where we're like, just come in and get jabbed, right? Yeah. Like there is responsible aspects behind it, yeah. but it's just one where instead of it taking, you know, this and this, and then it's like, well, okay, well, you know, we're not open or we don't have anyone. We only do IV therapies on this and this day. It's like, nope, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do one thing and we're going to do it really good. good. And that's going to be our thing is IV therapy. So, yeah. but yeah, so there is MD oversight. So I can't say necessarily like, for certain, like if people are going through even active cancer therapies, I'm not sure what they're, I know a lot of the higher doses, like I think it's like 30 to 50,000 for IV vitamin C. There are certain blood tests that need to be done beforehand. Um, so there's certain kind of those caveats, but that's where we figure it out when we get there. No, I think it's great. And yeah, with the cancer, we mentioned on the show before that, um, Rick's had family that you know, went through the cancer process and did IV DMSO and curcumin with vitamin C. And that was the cocktail that they made up and, you know, had great results with that. Yeah. And yeah, I think you just got to time it right if they're on that medication um, and just make it a holistic treatment strategy if they choose to go that chemotherapy route. So I think that's great. Um, The last thing I want to talk about, because I know we're running out of time here, um, is lab work. Yeah. Because I think that's such a great thing that you offer too, that probably not a lot of people realize like you can go to your chiropractor and get blood work done. And it's not just like the lab work you'd go to like get at the hospital or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's actually, a, I think a more comprehensive, you know, analysis. So what are some of the labs that you like to utilize in your practice? Yeah. So the two main ones, so this is where it's kind of different because you can go and I'm still a huge proponent of like standard labs, right? Sure. CBC, 
which will look at like white blood cells and red blood cells, or your um, comprehensive metabolic panel, which would look at like your sodium and potassium and your liver enzymes and like all that stuff, EGFR, kidney function. So like that's, that's all really good. But that looks at blood. Mm-hmm. And so there are so many times that people come in and they'll say, I don't feel good. And you're like, what'd your lab say? And they're like, well, Dr. Rannon said everything looks good. And they're like, but I know my body, right? And so what so often happens is that there is dysfunction happening in an organ, mm-hmm. which is what that person feels, but it hasn't dysfunctioned enough to show in the blood. And so what happens is we get into this cycle where we say, hi, I don't feel good. Labs work good. Come back in six months. Lab looks good. Come back in six months. And all the while they're like, I'm not feeling right. I'm not feeling right. And then finally, a couple years in, we fast forward and it's like, oh yeah, like this level's off. Yeah. And you're like, I have felt that the whole time. And they're like, okay, well now that the level's off, what do you do? And you're like, script. And you're like, why is the organ dysfunctioning? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so um, let's give like thyroid for an example, right? Because it's one of the harder ones to treat because most practitioners treat thyroid as a primary. And that's one where it's like Hashimoto's, for example. Sometimes you're high, sometimes you're low, sometimes you're in between, and you're like, Doc, what do I do? And they're like, nothing, just watch it. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, how is that? How is that inevitably the solution? And so where we look at more of like the organic acid. So one through Genova is called metabolomics and metabolomics looks at biomarkers. So these are intermediate throughout cell cycles. So this doesn't look at, and I still think it's really great to be able to see that, but this is like a step deeper than that. So it like, it allows us to see if there's dysfunction to a cellular cycle that would cause more of that dysfunction. So, um, um, uh, another example, like someone more recently posted on one of our like pages and they're like, um, what test should someone take for anxiety? Right. And someone said hormones and this and that, and it's probably leaky gut and all the things. And like, I don't disagree with any of that though. The metabolomics, right? Like anxiety is such a kind of elusive thing too, where it's Mm. like, this could be a gut-related issue, right? And so the metabolomics is not as advanced as a stool sample, right? Like the GI stool effects. But it could let us see if there's like malabsorption, dysbiosis, um, yeast or fungal. So it's not an official diagnosis for candida, but there mm-hmm. are metabolites from the urine that will show that. It will let us see if, and oftentimes if there's small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, you don't absorb B vitamins as well. Right. So if you're not absorbing B vitamins as well, like we can heal the gut, but we also have to like go through like B6, for example. That's one with anxiety and depression. Yeah. That you'll often see a lot. Um, is this like an adrenal issue? Is this a toxicity issue? Copper in excess? Ready for this fun fact? So women when they get pregnant, um, right, in, in the assumption that all processes are normal and function perfectly. What happens is is when women get pregnant, body doubles in copper. Mm-hmm. Right? And so then when women have baby, everything goes back to normal perfectly, right? And so what should happen is that copper falls back down. But oftentimes it doesn't. Copper stays increased. Hmm. And so copper in excess, and this is one too where more natural women would say, hey, um, 
birth control, we're going to put the copper IUD in, non-hormonal. And then they lose their ever-loving minds because their copper is already high. Hmm. And so what happens is we increase the copper even more, but copper in excess can cause anxiety. So you've got to figure out natural ways to figure out how to decrease that copper. So the metabolomics lets you see copper. It lets you see, you know, magnesium, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Magnesium is needed in 300 different enzymatic reactions. And so the metabolomics says like, hi, the average person might need 200 milligrams, but you need 800. And so it actually spits out beyond just what's the recommended daily intake. It actually shows you like, what does your body specifically need? Yeah. And then too, you can give that to someone like I can hand you that and you would know you could read, I need 800, Mm -hmm. but then you're like, well, why do you need 800? Why are you being like me? Like, why is your uh, oxidative stress so high and you're like unmanaged stress <laughs> what do your adrenals look like bad and you're like what is your stress bad what's your coffee intake also bad right All the things. Like, yes you're like well it kind of makes sense and you're like but i'm stressed so i'm not sleeping right and that's why i'm eating more coffee and it's yeah. like all of these things but it's like but you still have to get down to the root cause so you can give it supplements right like you can throw all the supplements at it but if you're still not looking at like hey, you're not detoxing properly, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not opening up your detoxification pathways so that when you know people detox, it dumps a bunch of toxins and then people go crazy because they feel like garbage and they're like, this detox is working. And you're like, you're just recirculating what you should be getting no, rid yeah, of. You, you shouldn't know? feel like that if you're detoxing. <laughs> you, know? you might have some aspect, but not to the point where you're like, oh my gosh. So I think all of those aspects, that's where like the metabolomics lets us see more of like the actual causation of it yeah and so when we get to more of that and so there are you know when people are like do you do food allergy tests and like we do but it's not necessarily my go-to because if you have if you have leaky gut right then you're going to see a bunch of those and so you can take out those foods but if you're not like there was a like a more naturally minded um, doctor who was like hey they have leaky gut we're going to cut it out and we're going to do this and I'm like what are we doing for like what are you doing for like the gut healing protocol, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, we're just going to remove them and like slowly reintroduce them. And I'm like, what? but if, the, but, but again, like you're seeing more of that increase likely because they're consuming it and they've got leaky gut or there might be a small sensitivity, but more the former than the latter. Yep. And so it's like, but if you're not getting to the cause and healing the gut lining, but why is the gut lining? Is it because they've got candida or yeast or small intestinal bacteria over, or is this a toxicity load? Are they on a certain medication? Like what, why do they have it? Yeah. So you're like leaky gut. People love leaky gut tests. And like, again, I will do them, but I will be very candid. Like my mindset, my thought process, if you take those dollars and put them towards a little bit bigger of a test, Mm -hmm. it allows you to get like, Oh my gosh, like your aluminum super high. Yeah. You know? And you're like, from what? And you're like, well, you've got amalgam fillings, which are 50% compositional aluminum and mercury. And and also you're you're cooking all your stuff in aluminum foil and aluminum pans. You know, like... There's so many different factors that go into it. So much. And that's where it's like, it's nice to work with someone that's, you know, a great practitioner so they can break those things down. Like, I like how you talked about copper because copper is something that's so misunderstood. You know, we need copper just enough for our immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we get too much... We have issues, and that's where like things like ceruloplasm, for example, you know, there are another major antioxidant, you know, comes into play. And you know, it's hard for I think people who don't like study this uh-huh. for a profession, like they don't understand what this means. And so that's great that we can all offer different things to people and come in and get a comprehensive evaluation and kind of just not be given 
you know, this diagnosis real quick and then a drug. Right. Well, and I think that's one where people too will think like, oh my gosh, with like Lauren who does functional medicine or you and you're like, well, aren't you guys competition? And you're like, no, yeah. like if we had more people speaking the truth to patients about innate healing, right? Mm-hmm restoration of nervous system health and wellness and like how to do that like you might speak to someone differently and we might say the same things but they understand you better yeah or they've heard it from me on the radio but you just reaffirm it and it's kind of like mom tells you no and then dad tells you no and you're (laughs) like oh so i guess the answer is no you know like you have that and you're like maybe they're not crazy because there has been such this stigma about it but these are real actual lab tests right like this isn't one where it's like voodoo science and all the things like this is an actual medical test it's just a different medical test than what people probably know is like the standard what has been at their doctor's office it's nice too because a lot of times too instead of it being like yes no you have this or that it's like well let's look at like the spectrum like how much of that yes or no are you actually stepping into Mm -hmm. um so I think they're great, and I it's yeah like you were saying like it's it's not competition because we all do different things. There's enough to go around for all of us, and even if we all did the same test, it's like I can't like my capacity is not exponentially high. Mm-hmm. So it's so great to know. Or they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to drive to the south side, and I was like, well, I don't really want to leave the south side. So I've got someone who's at Georgetown Market. We've got someone who's on the north side. Like we have these like-minded people, and they come together. It's really awesome to be able to see where like ordinary medicine and chiropractic have failed. Like people come into the office at Greenwood family chiropractic and it is something that they haven't experienced before. Yeah. I think it's great. I think I've shared this on the show before that I think the one thing that's made me a a better practitioner is that the ability to refer out to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's the great thing about like the podcast is getting to meet people like you who, you know, maybe I didn't have an, just like a regular experience with a lot. I can say, Hey, I know someone that's in your area. That's going to do a great job of this. Let's connect them. Um, and it just, it's so much better because if I can't do it, I know someone that does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think what comprehensive care is. Yeah. Then we can actually just get a lot of different areas ticked off and checked off for someone. And then the humble nature of like going through and testing yourself and you're like, <laughs> your adrenal stink and you're like oh man <laughs> i thought i was doing really good and you're yeah. like okay but yeah, i've even shared like um uh, my oldest you know and i felt like we had done everything right i really like in terms of like health and wellness pregnancy birth all of the things awful eczema right and so we go to kind of our standard pediatrician and i'm like what do you think and he's like topical steroids and i'm like well what's the cause and they're like oh I don't know. they just grow out of it and i'm like I don't love that answer. Mm-hmm. And so it sent me into this, like, you know, I have a six month old who has like bleeding eczema and I'm like, how do we go through this? And, you know, like Karen made us like salves and, um, went through like different tinctures to help open up detoxification pathways. And like, we have this like 18 month old then we're like doing all of these gut healing protocols for, and it like, it forced me to be a better practitioner. Like yep. there's, purpose in the pain and so you know the older that we get and the more you know like i i know things now having kids that i didn't beforehand i know things now going through you know adrenal healing and oxidative stress and family with cancer that like all i i always feel like never like why is this happening to me it's how is this going to put my focus to allow me to be a better doctor you know like there has to be there has to be purpose in the pain and when you see it like that 
it allows you to put your focus more on like when someone comes in and they're like, my kid has eczema. I'm like, man, I feel you. Yeah. Right. Like let's start here and let's see how it goes. Well, I think most great practitioners, their story starts with like a, a bad health journey themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I think even as a practitioner, I mean, I've even, you know, even in recent years, even though I love pretty heavily, things come up, you struggle yep. with things, it makes you a better practitioner. Um, and I always look at it at that time that I had those struggles that let me learn about things that then I was able to offer to my clients. So I think it's really these blessings kind of in disguise. Um, kind of wrapping up here, I want to make sure that we get you out on time. Yeah. Um, but then also, I want to make sure that people connect with you. So if someone listened to the show today and they're like, yeah, I really want to connect with Leanne and come down to the office. How can people check out your office or follow you on social media? Yeah, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. And so it's all the like greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, Greenwood Family Chiropractic Facebook, Greenwood Family Cairo, I think is the Instagram. We're not as savvy on Instagram. Uh, Prime IV will be the one that opens up, um, I would say, late summer, early fall, Prime okay. IV. So that's where that is. Um, our office, 317-893-2853. But most people just go on our greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com website and they can schedule appointments through there. Great. And so they come in an initial exam and consultation and we kind of navigate through. We have big family plans. Um, it just kind of allows us to get families well and not individuals. But all things Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Cool. Are there any, um, we're definitely going to share on social media when the IV therapy goes like full throttle, Yeah. but are there any other big events that are coming up that people should look out for that are coming up that are exciting you? One that, and I don't have the date on yet cause we had to kind of move it around. Um, my goal in the fall and we'll post it all over social media is I'm, we're going to do in the office a, um, like a South side holistic health fair. Cool. And so when I talked about the, um, halogenation therapy and the, hyperbaric oxygen chamber and the colon hydrotherapy and like the someone who does like organic hair coloring and like our office obviously and then the iv spa obvious like those are ones where i want it to be just like a streamlined process where we're like hi i know that you're a patient at greenwood family chiropractic but did you also know that here are all of these other options like i just did lymphatic enhancement therapy because um i had someone come into the office to do um thermography okay. and it was like that's not a very good spot well i just shared with you my mom had breast cancer so i'm like how are we proactive increasing my ivs doing lymphatic drainage and not just the standard it's um it's called let but like mm. i want to connect her with people and like just that aspect of like how do we let people know what's out here yeah. so we're gonna do like a big south side holistic health fair sounds great uh-huh so then that way we're like is it something that's like farmers or our you know hey we do grass-fed grass-finished like mm -hmm. you know we do cows every half of a year like great like why do we even do grass-fed grass-finished and yeah. you know so they can talk to these local farmers and we just can connect as a community because the more we connect as a community the more we have the ability to support each other grow and be successful so that's a great one to end on mm -hmm. that's a great message leanne thanks for being on the show today and sharing more about your practice and yeah giving people some great information thank you i appreciate you having me yeah peace all right, folks, wrapping this one up. I just have to say, you know, Dr. Leanne is doing so many amazing things on the south side of Indy. And with her launching this new IV therapy as a resource for the community, I think it's just going to be wonderful. And, you know, Leanne definitely shared her own experience in this episode. But I've known numerous folks who have gotten out of some tricky situations being able to have IV therapy as a resource to them. So 
We're going to link to ways to connect with Leanne and Greenwood Family Chiropractics and all their future events and projects. So take a look in the show notes for resources. If you can also, make sure to jump over to social media, um, like Georgetown Market, follow the podcast too, share episodes for Awaken Indie, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.